This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, June the 15th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop for everything that's pro wrestling. We scour all the social media sites and wrestling websites to give you a comprehensive daily podcast of everything that you need to know so you can get back to your day. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Today on E-Wrestling News, this is the biggest story breaking right now. Vince McMahon is accused of an affair and allegedly paid $3 million to keep it quiet. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the board of the World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated is investigating an alleged secret $3 million payment made from Vince McMahon to a departing employee. The WWE also alleged he had an affair with this person. Now, the employee has since left the company but was hired as a paralegal in 2019. The agreement prevents this person from speaking on uh, the affair. Now, the investigation began in April and has been expanded into other non-disclosure agreements that involve misconduct claims that have been from other former employees about McMahon and head of talent relations John Laurinaitis. Now the board's preliminary findings show that McMahon used personal funds, former employees that were on the board, and learned a $3 million agreement through a series of anonymous emails from someone who said that the former WWE paralegal was their friend. Now, continuing with this, one email noted that Vince McMahon increased the woman's salary from $100,000 a year to $200,000 a year after beginning a sexual relationship with her, and he gave her 
around like a boy. In a quote, my friend was so scared that she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry McDevitt paid her millions to shut up. This is what an email to the board had stated. A WWE spokesman issued a statement saying that the company is cooperating fully with the board and that the relationship with the ex-paralegal was consensual. It was added that they are taking these allegations seriously and are dealing with them appropriately. Now, McMahon's attorney, Jerry McDevitt, reportedly said that the former paralegal hadn't made any claims of harassment against Vince McMahon and the WWE did not pay any monies to her based upon her departure. Now, as the story continues to develop, continue to follow e-wrestling news and Andrew Ravens as more will be found during the rest of today. Continuing on, Gail Kim is making news today. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour that Gail Kim is discussing potential between Natasha Steele and Kira Hogan match. Now, during a recent appearance on the Battleground podcast, Gail Kim commented on the possibility of Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion Tasha Steele defending her title against Kira Hogan in the future. She went on to say, I mean, I think it's a definite dream of theirs. You know, they succeed so much as a tag team. Their chemistry was undeniable, so it's kind of a bittersweet moment when Kira moved on. And I think the fans were actually that way as well. I remember the fans being so stunned. I mean, I looked at their faces. Their mouths were wide open. It's just like, it's all happening so fast right now. This was a lot of momentum for her, but it was great to see sometimes. Sometimes you just have to move on in business. Now, besides this happening, Tasha would probably never be Knockouts champion. So you never know what the future holds. Now, I also near dear friends to them who say, you know what? You never do know. We might see Kira Hogan back and you might see a title match. That would be great. For more information on what this may be or what this may turn out to, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's check on some news about several different people within WWE. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour some news on Lacey Evans, Cody Rhodes, and NXT. WWEshop.com is selling a new Pat McAfee collection, a limited edition of Cody Rhodes art prints as well, and there is a new Katrina Chance t-shirt. WWE superstar Lacey Evans will be appearing on next week episode of WWE's The Bump. You can find out that by following social media at WWE The Bump. Now, WWE also posted some behind the scenes looking at Pride Month 2022 and a photo shoot that they conducted as well. For more information on this, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now on E-Wrestling News. AEW star Thunder Rosa is making news at this hour. She's set to do commentary for Combat Global Events. Ryan Clark is writing, Combat Global Events sent out the following press release today, announcing that AEW Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa will return to do some commentary work for their events on Friday, July the 15th and Friday, July the 22nd. Now, many know that Thunder Rosa is actively involved in several different promotions in addition to carrying the AEW Women's Championship. AEW World Champion Thunder Rosa returns to Combat Global as a color commentator on Paramount. If you'd like to find out more about all the issues that are going on inside the wrestling world, specifically with Thunder Rosa, Ryan Clark has that information trending right now on e-wrestling news. Let's talk about former ring announcer with Ring of Honor, Bobby Cruz. Bobby Cruz opens up and discusses what the plans were for Ring of Honor prior to Tony Khan purchasing them. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. During a recent appearance on Busted Open Radio, former Ring of Honor announcer Bobby Cruz commented on working with Maria Kanellis on her Women's Wrestling Army promotion. Now, additionally, Cruz revealed that the Ring of Honor was planning to have a women's tag team division, tag team titles, 
prior to Tony Khan purchasing the company. Cruz will go on to say, and I quote, We will get there. We were open to working with other promotions already. We've already announced the show for June 22nd, 26, in conjunction with Warrior Wrestling. Thunder Rose's promotion, Mission Pro, Holiday is the first champion and she will be defending the title as well that night. We had other to title fences that we did on our first show. We'd love to work with other promotions that have these titles. We want to establish our talent. We had a great following with our Ring of Honor Women's Division in 2021. We also knew that there were a lot of people that may check out the Women's Wrestling Army that might not have ever seen it before. We feel we're almost there, starting over. We're reintroducing talent to our audience. We figure there's going to take some time for all of this, but I can already tell you that the women's champions and the women's tag team champions are going to be great. Only if we had time in 2022, we would have loved to have done that in Ring of Honor. With that being said, follow Ryan Clark as he will give you more updates, not only on Bobby Cruz, but on everything that's going to be happening with Ring of Honor. Eric Bischoff is making news today. Eric Bischoff is discussing working with Dennis Rodman in WCW and more. As many of you know, Dennis Rodman was an integral faction to the crossover brand appeal for WCW and the NBA back in the late 90s when he was part of Hulk Hogan's stable of the NWO. Now, during a recent edition of Strictly Business Podcast, Eric Bischoff commented on his experience working with Dennis Rodman in WWWCW and what else he had taken away from that situation. Now, on working with Rodman, he says, and I quote, I had a fairly successful experience working with professional athletes and bringing them into the ring. He, Rodman, was one of my favorite people. He's a great human being. If you don't know Dennis, trust me, you really don't know Dennis if you don't know him. And that's what I'm saying. He's a really good guy and he's really smart. Now, commenting on Dennis's talent level when it came to WCW. He said, You hired Dennis Rodman and they sent you Snoop Dogg instead. It was horrible when you would first look at him and he showed up in the ring. It looked like he didn't care. Almost like he wasn't paying attention. He's got these big sunglasses on and I can tell he's looking away. He doesn't even care. You show him something one time and he goes out there and does it and everybody goes, what the hell? Because yes, he's an athlete and athletes do catch on to athletic things quickly, but he was right off the streets when it came to this. If you grew up learning fundamentals and footwork and balancing and timing, it becomes second nature when it comes to being a professional athlete. Where some people who are not pro athletes and didn't grow up that way, sometimes it takes a lot longer. Now, he enjoyed his work with Dennis Rodman and still believes that Dennis had a huge integral part in making WCW such a positive crossover. For more information on this article and what Eric Bischoff had to say, you can go ahead and follow his Strictly Business podcast and you can also go ahead and follow Ryan Clark on eWrestling News. AEW star Daniel Garcia is making news today. He felt a little disrespected by Canyon Seaman in WWE. During a recent appearance on the Talk is Jericho podcast, AEW star Daniel Garcia commented on his tryout with WWE back in 2022 and why he felt disrespected by former WWE executive Canyon Seaman. Now, this is what he said about his tryout, and I quote, I did one loop of dark in September of 2020. Then I had my tryout with WWE in January of 2021. So I did it. So many burpees to show. So many things I have to do as a wrestler. I did it in their camp. And honestly, I feel like I crushed it. Promo was phenomenal. I feel like I did it well. Looking back, it probably wasn't that at all. It wasn't that they didn't like it. I had a really good match during practices, and it was only me and some other indie guy. We had a bunch of football players there as well. I thought we all did really well. They asked me to stay an extra day to have a squash match on NXT against Tyler Rust. The match went well as well. I remember I went backstage and Shawn Michaels loved it. Road Dog loved it. A-Train loved it. Triple H shook my head and said, welcome to the team. I think I thought I was going to get signed, but that wasn't the time. But in my mind, I was like, oh gosh, am I going to be in NXT? Mom, maybe I should tell her I'm moving to Orlando. Now, how he felt about being disrespected by WWE executive Canyon Seaman. I talked to Canyon Seaman right before I left, Garcia said. He said,
said, let me know if there is any other interest in you, but we'll sign you soon. And in my mind, I was like, that's disrespectful to me. And if you want to sign me, then, then just sign me. And I remember I was like, okay, he wants to play that. I'll play it right back to him. At that time, I had interest from Ring of Honor and I knew AEW wanted me to bring me back to do some extra work. But I was like, I'm going to make this seem bigger than it actually is. So I said to him, well, with that being said, I'll talk to you soon. And I think he kind of got a little hot at me for that. I think I shook him up a little bit. They emailed me a couple of times uh, several weeks later, kind of saying, we're going to stay in contact, blah, blah, blah. That kind of stuff really made me mad. So I went crazy on a big indie run. And then finally, I signed with AEW. If you'd like to find out more about what Daniel Garcia had to say, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Matt Hardy is writing in at this hour. He responds to fans questioning his sobriety. As many of you know, Jeff Hardy was arrested on Monday for yet another DUI. Now, the arrest resulted in many fans blaming Matt Hardy and Rebby Hardy for being enablers. Now, several pro wrestling fans, as well as Bill DeMont, speculated that Matt had been drinking with Jeff the night before he was arrested. Now, a fan originally tweeted, what about Matt Hardy brand? Who is getting drunk with him and letting him drive knowing that he was drunk doesn't have a license of full accountability? Now, with that being said, Bill DeMont would reply, yeah, it's a good question. Now, Hardy didn't take kindly to Bill DeMont's tweet and wrote the following back in his tweet. Understand your passion on this, and I agree 100%. DD is unacceptable. Drunk driving. I expect speculations from fans, but not from you. I haven't touched a drug in over a decade. I haven't drank since I've become a father. I saw Jeff last last on Sunday night, and we flew home early on Monday with Rebby. I can't believe this is happening with him. So, Rebby Hardy also chimed in, and she said, F effing dickhead in response to Bill DeMott. If you would like to find out more and follow this ongoing story with Matt and Jeff Hardy, continue to follow Ryan Clark and to continue following e-wrestling news. Sheamus is making news rounds this hour. Sheamus is to act as the honorary starter for an NASCAR race. What's going on with this? Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour about Sheamus and his new official situation with the Speedway. The official Twitter account of Nashville Super Speedway has announced that Sheamus will serve as honorary starter for the NASCAR Cup Series 400 on June the 26th. They went ahead and made the big news statement on Twitter today at Nashville Super S. Big news, WWE superstar at Sheamus will be honorary starter for the 400. Go ahead and get your tickets. With all that, continue to follow Ryan Clark, who has more information on this right now over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little about NXT. As many of you know, NXT and AEW Dark have had very similar ratings when it comes to viewership. Now, AEW also has Rampage, which is also run pretty close neck and neck to what NXT is doing as well. But what were their viewership like on last night's show? Andrew Ravens is writing in this hour, this week's episode of NXT 2.0 drew 612,000 viewers on the USA Network, which is down from 657,000 from last week. Now the show did a .12 in the key 18 to 49 demo, which again is down from last week's .14. NXT 2.0 ranked 25th in the top 150 cable shows last night. Now, the episode featured tag team champions the Creed Brothers versus Malik Blade, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane versus Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, and Indy Hartwell, and others. Wesley was on the show, Braun Breaker was on the show, and so was Duke Hudson. For more information on this, go ahead and continue to follow the analytics on eWrestling News, and Andrew Ravens has the latest. Tony Khan is making news today. Tony Khan on why he previously stopped the John Moxley Hiroshi.
Hiroshi Tanahashi match from originally happening. During a recent appearance on Busted Open Radio, AEW President Tony Khan commented on the John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi match that will now be taking place at the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door, and why he originally previously stopped that match from happening. He would go on to say, that's a match that's been talked about in New Japan for quite a long time, well over a year. There's some backstory as to why it never happened. I would never allow it to happen. I'd make an old WWF reference. Armageddon. Vince McMahon came out with the truck to stop a six-way cage match, Hell in a Cell. It's a match like that to me. They tried to do it so many times, Moxley versus Tanahashi, and I've always been there to stop it from happening because it's such a huge match and we have to be involved in it for it to go forward. Lo and behold, at a time when everything had changed, CM Buck won the world title. He then gets injured, we have to set up a huge match to crown the interim world champion. Now, we're going back to the relationship between AEW and New Japan. It's been building towards this and it's only fate. Moxley and Tanahashi will have a match, and it will be something that will be the scene. Now, it is the right time in the right place. It could have happened a lot of times, and heaven knows I've stepped in and tried to stop it, but now it's officially happening. It's the perfect time for AEW and New Japan and all of the fans for it to finally commence in the ring. If you'd like to find out more about what Tony Khan had to say about this, Ryan Clark has this trending right now on E-Wrestling News. Tyson Fury is also making news right now. The world champion boxer and former part-time WWE star is saying that he would like a bout against The Rock and Mike Tyson. During a recent appearance on Good Morning Britain, boxer Tyson Fury teased the possibility of several exhibition bouts against Mike Tyson and The Rock. He said this, and I quote, I'm going to take some exhibition matches soon. Some not real fights that are purely entertainment factor. This is not professional boxing. This is purely entertainment. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, the difference is the exhibition is you're out there and it's win or lose. You're out there to have some fun, to enjoy yourself, to put on a good show for the fans. You can fight old-timers, famous people, really whoever you want. I'm looking to fight Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, Frank Bruno, or whoever. Maybe The Rock Dwayne Johnson would like to be in there. I think that would be fantastic. You never know who could be fighting on one of these shows. And I just want to let everyone know I'm open to anything that could be upcoming. If you'd like to find out more about Tyson Fury and his potential exhibition matches, go ahead and follow Ryan Clark over on E-Wrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's continue the headlines going. Right now, let's talk a little bit about Alexa Bliss. WWE fans are well aware of the stories that have gone on with Alexa Bliss and her frustrations with WWE creative. Bliss had opened up about how she frustrated she was about sitting on the sidelines for so long after after the storyline with Bray Wyatt had ended. Now, Alexa Bliss recently spoke with The Residency Podcast to discuss various pro wrestling related topics, including the evolution of her character, creative freedom in WWE, and so much more. Now, this is what she had to say about her current character. I love evolving, she would say. I don't like getting comfortable with just one character. I like to always keep moving and keep changing and keep evolving. Mentally, I get very bored. I love the unknown. I love not knowing what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Now, on her creative freedom that she has. It depends, she would say. It depends on where the story is going. The character itself, it's pretty free. It just depends on where the story is going. I've learned to know that you have to adapt. You have to be able to tell a story. Now, as far as how far in advance WWE storylines are planned as it pertains to her, she would say, not very far. That's what's fascinating about what we do in WWE. It's instant feedback. Other businesses, you go see a product, you write a Yelp review. You go to the review, you see how people felt about the product. Ours is instant feedback, instant live crowd feedback. If you'd like to find out more about what she had to say about her time in WWE and how she feels about the creative process, Andrew Ravens has this article trending right now 
on e-wrestling news. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's making news. Mike Tyson backs out of the roast of Ric Flair for StarCast 5. WWE Hall of Famer Mike Tyson has reportedly pulled out of the roast for Ric Flair event just 24 hours after being announced for it. The event is set to take place as part of the StarCast 5 festivities that are going to be happening next month in Nashville, Tennessee. Diamond Dallas Page and Eric Bischoff have been announced as roasters. Now the news of Tyson being booked and then pulled was also reported by TMZ. TMZ would say, former boxer has pulled out, telling them due to unforeseen circumstances, Mike will not be participating in the roast, and they opted not to elaborate more on the situation. Now, StarCast 5 will also have numerous panel meets and greets and wrestling matches taking place during that week leading up to Flair's final match. You can follow eWrestling News, and they will continue to have all the updated information about the big event and continue following Andrew Ravens. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Dewdrop. Many WWE fans are very happy about the success Dewdrop has had in the company. Now, she's actually speaking up. Now, Dewdrop responds to fans that are comparing her right now to former WWE star Nia Jax. WWE Raw superstar Dewdrop has responded to fans who compare her to former star Nia Jax. Now, as mentioned before, Jax was a former Raw Women's Champion who surprisingly was released last year, despite many believing that she would be with WWE for life due to her family's connections. Now on Twitter, Dewdrop gave a very positive response to a fan who responded to her by calling her the new Nia Jax. It's unclear what it was meant, whether it was being an insult or a compliment, but she had the next thing to say. It's hard being a superstar, model, athlete, influencer, motivational inspiration, charming, relatable, iconic, educated, savvy, sex symbol, enduring, wholesome, modest, heroic, visionary artist, fashionably universal, and adorable and is a public figure, but this is what I'm doing, but I'm here doing it all. If you'd like to find out more about why fans are comparing Nia Jax to Dewdrop, Thomas Lawson has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Booker T is also chiming in once again. Booker T believes that Tony Khan should limit the independent bookings that he allows AEW stars to take. Now, during the latest edition of his Hall of Fame podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T said he believes that AEW president Tony Khan should start limiting the number of independent bookings that stars are able to take on their days off. Now, he also commented on the injuries that are occurring in pro wrestling. He would go on to say, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen, it's a matter of when it's going to happen. That's always been the term in wrestling. It's just part of what we do. It's part of the fabric. Now, on letting wrestlers work independent dates, he would go on to say, you only, if you're only doing TV two days a week, and from what I'm hearing, a lot of guys have been doing very well and have lucrative contracts, but there should be a red flag for Tony Khan when he thinks about letting other people just freely Lance. If I had a program and somebody went out there and got hurt on one of these independent shows and they were under contract to me, I think that would be a huge problem. Now, if you'd like to hear more about what Booker T had to say, definitely cruise over to the article that Brandon Ewing has right now over on eWrestling News. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, it's your one-stop shop to getting all the news that you need in the world of professional wrestling. Headlines give you a comprehensive details on everything that's happening in the world of pro wrestling so you can get back to your day. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's continue with the headlines. Sasha Banks shows off a brand new look amid her WWE suspension. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, suspended WWE superstar Sasha Banks has ditched her blue hair in favor of a more natural brunette look. Banks and Naomi were suspended last month after walking out on the May 16th episode of Monday Night Raw, 
reportedly over a difference with creative. Now, WWE announced their suspension on the May 20th episode of SmackDown, where they were also stripped of their women's tag team titles. Now, Newsom I had recently posted a video of her on the Instagram account showing her new look. It is a very different look for her, but yet a very, very beautiful look. If you'd like to continue to follow everything that's happening here with Sasha Banks, go ahead and follow Thomas Lawson over on E-Wrestling News. Once again, commenting on our top headlines of the day, Vince McMahon is accused of an affair and allegedly a $3 million payoff settlement. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the board of World Wrestling Entertainment, Inc. is investigating an alleged secret $3 million settlement agreement made by Vince McMahon to a departing employee. Now, the WWE chairman also allegedly had an affair with this person. The employee who has since left the company was hired as a paralegal in 2019. The agreement prevents this person from speaking about the affair. Now, the investigation began back in April as they have expanded into other non-disclosure agreements that involve misconduct claims by other former WWE female employees about Vince McMahon and specifically head of talent relations John Laurinaitis. The board's preliminary findings show that McMahon used personal funds for the former employees and the board members learned about a $3 million agreement through a series of of anonymous emails from someone who said that the former WWE paralegal was one of their friends. One email noted McMahon increased the woman's salary from $100 to $200,000 annually when he started having a sexual relationship with her and allegedly McMahon tossed her around and gave her around like a toy to John Laurinaitis. Now, my friend was so scared that she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry McDevitt paid her millions to shut up. Now, WWE spokesperson issued a statement saying that the company is cooperating fully with the board and that the relationship with the ex-paralegal was consensual. It was added that they are taking these allegations seriously and dealing with them appropriately. Now, Vince McMahon's lawyer, Jerry McDevitt, reported that the former paralegal hadn't made any claims of harassment against McMahon and that the WWE did not pay any monies to her on her departure. With that being said, these allegations are very, very serious when it comes to Vince McMahon and John Laronitis. Once again, the comments that were made through a mutual friend through an email said that there was a sexual relationship with Vince McMahon. With that being being said, eWrestling News will continue to keep you posted and abreast of all the developments with this story to find out exactly what is happening as this story continues to evolve. With that being said, those are all the headlines that are trending right now today, Wednesday, June the 15th, 2022. If you enjoy everything that's happening with headlines, continue to go ahead and support the podcast. Go ahead and tweet about it on social media, share the post, and like it. If you also enjoy pro wrestling, keep in mind the Front Row Material brand has a series of shows that come out each and every Friday that are part of the MLW Radio Network. You're able to get these podcasts anywhere fine podcasts are made available to you. With that being said, I am Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of MLW Radio never stops.